guys, welcome back. Uh, of course, this is the Xbox Attic Podcast. Uh, we are your virtual rubber room, your place to uh, make all kinds of noise, get a little bit crazy, and of course, everything Xbox related has an opportunity to bounce around the room. My gamer tag is Alex1138. I am Ken Lafrenia, of course, as always. Joining us is Variation. This is Adam Deliva, Variation on the forums, the number one in your hearts. And of course, Cam. Oh my God! And of course, <laughs> I'm going to hurl now. <laughs> Camshaft. <laughs> Stephen Cameron, uh, uh, man- manager, babysitter of Xbox Attic. Yeah, how do you follow that up? Uh, way to go, Adam. Um, now we have some special guests uh, joining us this evening. We had the opportunity to attend X10 in Toronto this year, and uh, with that, joining us is Hella Driver. Uh, yeah, hello, driver. My uh, my name is Brian Kowalczyk, and my gamer tag is Smug Jack Power. <laughs> Beautiful, and Swordfish. Yeah, Swordfish is Randall Santia. Gamer tag Swordfish. Uh, Randy and Brian are going to uh, take us through uh, their thoughts on X10, and certainly uh, we'll get Cam's ideas as well. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. X10 was held over a couple of days in Toronto. I mean, it was only one day, but Cam made it two days. We won't talk about that what, ever. What? We won't <laughs> ever talk about that. Uh, we're going to get right into the thoughts. Stephen, what did you think of this year's X10? I thought it was awesome. I actually got to try Connect for the first time uh, uh, with lineups that I experienced at E3. I mean, I didn't get a chance to play it. Uh, and this time I got to try the Connect Sports and Connectimals, Your Shape. Uh, all of it, and I thought the experience was pretty darn good. I was surprised. Uh, what did you enjoy the most from the uh, Connect? Uh, I mean, which, which, which game or which experience or what? Uh, I want to miss from a technical standpoint. To be honest with you, a lot of people were saying it's laggy and all this. Stuff. I didn't. I want to ask you about your uh, your experience, but I mean, after watching you play the uh, fitness game, I'm a little little concerned of what your experience. I'm going to lose been. weight. Damn it! That's the <laughs> objective right there. Actually, you know what? Ubisoft has created this really funky yoga-style, tranquil, flowers, birds chirping experience. And I think my wife wants to play that so bad. And she just saw that trailer that was out there. And I got to play it. She asked me how it was. And it was interesting. I mean, they only had a short demo there of karate chopping virtual blocks and some other yoga Zen type stuff that I'm not too sure what to make of, but you know. Now, did you find out for sure that there's a lot more involved with the the different games, or what they showed us? Is that it? I don't know to be honest with you. I mean, from what I saw at E3 and this, it looked like the same stuff they were showing. Honestly, I'm sure. And that Adam may have a you know his experience with Connect that you know what he saw and stuff. Adam, what were your thoughts on Connect? I was actually really impressed. I went in, I mean, I was going to buy one regardless. Obviously, the wife saw it, you know, at E3, and she's like, I want that dancing game, and I want that fit game. And, I mean, I was going to buy it regardless, but I went into it uh, pretty unsure. I mean, being a hardcore gamer, you know, Halo, Gears players and stuff like that probably aren't going to give it the time of day at, at, the, at the beginning. But trying it out and everything, it... It works. It the way they showed it works. I don't know where all the talk from the lag is coming from because there was, I didn't see any at all. 
Um, and I actually maybe it was played beta hardware or something. Maybe. Maybe. And I mean, I I played Connectables more than any of the other games. So, <laughs> but if I could just say, I I really wasn't expecting much from Connect, from what I heard from it, the lagginess and whatnot. But uh, we played bowling for a while, and uh, I was really impressed. I got to say, I didn't think I'd be impressed with with Connect as as I walked out of the experience. I was a lot more impressed than I thought I would be. Yeah, I was in the same boat. I mean. Like I said, I was gonna buy it because I was gonna buy it anyways. But now, I, uh, even if the wife didn't want it, I'd be buying it for me. Okay, well, yeah. Brian, uh, um, moving on. I mean, what made a, a, the biggest impact for you at this year's X10? Uh, I would say probably uh, Fallout New Vegas. I, I I played that till I broke it on <laughs> there, <laughs> uh, and I was looking more forward to. Uh, to the new Call of Duty, but after playing the the uh, New Vegas, I'm probably looking forward to that one a little more. Not that there's anything wrong with the Call of Duty, except of course Swift. But uh, you'll see what that what I mean when when the game comes out. But uh, it it definitely uh, made more of an impression on me than I thought it would. I mean, I did can't get shot enough time. Of course, Swift <laughs> man, that guy just every time. <laughs> well, what what was it that really stuck out for you? With uh, New Vegas, yeah, absolutely. Uh, just starting over a whole new uh, a whole new game in that in that world. The the colors, the the textures, the graphics, the sound, everything was was uh, was really impressive. And uh, I was just you know I stepped out into the world and it was like walking out of that vault again. That I, I hit me with that same feeling, and I I really couldn't wait to start exploring that world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I unfortunately I was awestruck by the entire experience, so I didn't spend as much time as I should have in New Vegas. Um, I was stuck over on uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit and and the new Spider-Man. But with everybody watching out for Fallout New Vegas, is there a little bit of concern on where this uh, entire franchise is going? Not for me. I think I, I like the I like where it's going. Uh, you know, it's see some people might say it's it's the same same as Fallout Three and it's a bit of you know old, but I think this the new storyline is going to be interesting and I I like the I just hope there's there's as much creepiness as there was in in Fallout Three, going through some of those vaults, man. I, I my hair was standing on end, and uh, you know when something would jump on the corner, my legs would literally go numb. Like I I just love that immersive experience of being in that world. And uh, the new world looks pretty good, so I can't wait. All right, Randy, um, what was your most anticipated title going into X10, and what was it that made it the biggest impact for you? Uh, like everybody else, I think my most anticipated had to be uh, Halo Reach. Definitely looking forward to some Halo Reach. Well, I, I, I think Cam has it right. I think Adam and you are the ones that are really looking forward to it. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, like 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 the commercial says, it's the most anticipated game, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they don't lie. Um, and and you know what? I really enjoyed the the, uh, the sit down we had with uh, with Bungie there with Joseph Tung. I thought uh, it just got me more excited. I'm amped. I can't wait. You gotta but, love those uh, ostriches. Those ostriches that come out of nowhere. <laughs> you know? Killer ostriches from space. Oh, Cam, oh, Cam. Now, did we ever get did we ever get clarification on whether or not we're going to be flying those vehicles? No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't comment on the Falcons. Uh, although I th- you almost tripped them up, I think. 
<laughs> yeah, almost, almost got. Actually, him. I think it, yeah, I think it was uh, it was Brian there that almost got him, but I um, almost tricked him into it. But some doofus. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it wasn't one of us. <laughs> no, it wasn't one of us. It was. I don't know what his name was, but <laughs> doofus, the Halo fanboy. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, now you were saying uh, about uh, Mortal Kombat as well. Its appearance at uh, X10. Yeah, that was definitely my uh, one I was that wasn't on my radar at all. But after I left there, uh, for sure, totally, it's uh, it's looking good. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Of course, Variation wasn't able to join us for some reason. Uh, he keeps saying something about the price of airfare or some silly thing. But I, I filled my quota for being in Toronto. I was there the week before, so I wanted to get out of there. Now, oh. why in the world would you go the week before X10? That that's a whole different story. You can ask Randy about that. <laughs> Probably not for the podcast. <laughs> well done. Now, uh, variation. I'm sure you've had uh, plenty of time to uh, go over some of these new games coming up. What is it uh, you're really ramped up about? Other than Halo, obviously. Um, after seeing the new um, Need for Speed trailer, that's that's my I think my next big one. I mean, you can't get much better than a Need for Speed done by the guys that have done Burnout. And it looks like Burnout, so I'm pretty excited for that. And it's an actual oh, yeah. hot pursuit again, which is what everyone's been wanting for the past, I think, six Need for Speeds or something. I really I really enjoyed the uh, the whole friend uh, social networking aspect to uh, the new Need for Speed. You know, being able to try to shut down the game at 2 a.m. and noticing that somebody else <laughs> beat your score by 0. .02 seconds, that's definitely going to have some appeal to turn it back on. This game is like the, the perfect fusion of two companies. I mean, yeah, the Need for Speed and the Burnout franchise, and then they went back to an old franchise. I mean, it's, this game's going to be probably the best racing game this year. This is the Need awesome. for Speed I've been waiting for for years. Oh, yeah. I mean, so... Ken and I sat there with the guy and just played the crap out of it, and I, I didn't really want to leave. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, you, the crash physics were burnout style, and then the whole cops and running away from the police and stuff, it was awesome. It was just like the old days. Re, uh, refresh my memory here, um, and for other people who are probably just like me, which two companies are we talking about here? <laughs> Good God. That's blasphemy right there, man. <laughs> Uh, Criterion does the burnout stuff. That's right. I knew that one. The Need for Speed EA. <laughs> yeah, EA Vancouver did the the old Need for Speed, not the very first ones, but the last few anyway. Well, I want to make sure we get a, a mention in on a few other titles that were there. Uh, maybe we'll go around and just get some uh, quick thoughts. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. Who had a chance to uh, get hands-on with that? Yeah, and no, I peeked over a guy's shoulder while I was playing, and I got impatient and, and moved on. But it, it's, it's it's looking pretty good. I mean, it looked uh, looked like a lot of fun for, for... I mean, it's what you'd expect, I think, from a Spider-Man game. That's right. I, I got the chance to uh, play through a level. I played the uh, Ultimate uh, ultimate Spider-Man level, and I got to tell you, it's 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 fun again. So th I'm looking forward to it, for sure. So there's four dimensions, right? They, That's they, correct. Concurred, and then there's going to be Spider-Man Noir, and what was the other one again? Uh, just the Spider-Man Ultimate Noir, uh, twenty ninety nine, and then uh, Unlimited Spider-Man Unlimited. Oh yeah, I, I saw it at E three, and it looked amazing. Yeah. Have they said yet how all the stories are intertwining yet? Basically, they're saying that all four dimensions are taking place at the same time, and all four dimensions have to work towards the same type of goal. 
Uh, that's that's really all good. they could tell me there. It yeah. looks really good, and from what I saw, you know, Binox is the the developer on it, and it looks real good. So, uh, Brent Symmetric actually was there, and he noticed on uh, one of the levels of uh, the, there was a Wolverine thing in the background. The developer did his jaw drop because he noticed it. <laughs> it was this little hair of Wolverine in the back. It was so small, and the developer's like, "You're not supposed to see that." And we were both laughing. It was pretty funny. So. Now they they had an Assassin's Creed Brotherhood at the X10 event. Unfortunately, it wasn't hands on, although it was on the show floor, which was pretty disappointing. They did take us through uh, kind of an opening sequence. Um, other than that, thoughts? I mean, I'm really looking forward to the game. The multiplayer just seems so awesome on it. The the ideas that they have behind it is just. It, I think that's going to put a lot of time into it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. The first one was great, in my opinion. The second one, I, I just loved, and uh, I'm really looking forward to the third one. I got to say, I like that whole that whole world. I think the entire fall season is definitely going to be full of a lot of uh, purchasing by everybody. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, finally for X10, I want to kind of give a shout out to the uh, Windows 7 phone. Uh, Steve, maybe you can just kind of fill us in on that a little bit. They're out there to compete with the iPhone, obviously, right? And it's a complete redesign of the old Windows Mobile, and they're really integrating the whole Xbox Live. Will it succeed? Will it fly? I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where it'll have to wait and see. But what do you think of the interface, Ken, when he was flipping through? And I mean, You know what? I've got to say, I was quite impressed. Uh, being able to shift around the different uh, points that are going to be interesting to me and have them right there on the uh, startup screen, and rather than just a little button or a scroll, each has its own dedicated space that does continual updates. If it's social media, for example, it, it shows... A uh, quick little example there, it has the Xbox interface going right back to your uh, uh, gamertag information, and that's updated regularly. So, personally, I like being able to just glance at it and get those minor updates. Yeah, that beginning page was very socially oriented, where you had stuff real fast, real bite-sized information, but what I was trying to figure out is, you know, when you're used to the iPhone or something else, there's no... I didn't see a place where you go apps or something like like a, a folder or some type of application right. directory or anything. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice it offhand, but I'm sure there's going to be... I don't know, it just seemed okay. But I think it's kind of cool that Microsoft's redesigning that whole Windows Mobile thing because I know for a while they were, they were hurting pretty bad as far as market share. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they had a choice. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Now, if if Microsoft happens to be listening to these uh, podcasts, I just want to thank you in advance for sending us all a phone. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. Just uh, hint, and hint. the Xbox. Appreciate that. Right. And the Connect. Nudge, nudge. Um, all right. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. I want to get into some general gaming uh, discussion. First and foremost, Brian, anything uh, that's on your radar? I uh, just did a review for uh, Monday Night Combat, which is a pretty good little game, actually. It's, it's definitely worth the, the, the points. Um, and it's you know it's not the greatest single-player game, but multiplayer, you're going to have with your friends, you're going to have a lot of fun playing this. And uh, as far as what I'm playing right now, I am just uh, just got back into Red Dead Redemption, and uh, I'm just doing some of that. Impossible to stay away from uh, Red Dead, for sure. It is. Got a craving for it, and I had to go back. 
I've uh, I've had the uh, great opportunity to uh, review a number of games recently. Uh, I'm not going to take up any time talking about Dark Star One or Clash of the Titans. Uh, I'm still, Aww. yeah, I'm still trying to erase that from my memories. But uh, you know what? They are what they are. The, there's people that are going to love it. Some people are going to give it a pass. Um, what I do need to talk about is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I've had the opportunity to uh, play the game, reviewing it. I think it's fantastic. It's a great little throwback, a lot of nods to all kinds of uh, different media, from video games uh, back to the comics to movies to all kinds of stuff. But by far, what I like the most is the Canadian content. Just like the comic book, the movie, the game itself takes place in Toronto. You actually have a whole bunch of different reference points uh, from Casa Loma to the CN Tower. Even Rogers Centre is shown in a map. What's cool is in the map, you have Rogers Centre right beside it, a Mario uh, sewage tube. So it's it's fantastic to see that way. Uh, when you destroy the uh, the bad guys you're fighting, they're shooting out loonies and toonies, Canadian quarters, Canadian dimes. It's fantastic that way. Anybody that's a Canadian that doesn't support this entire endeavor from the movies, the games, everything, should should really get kicked in the kneecaps or something. <laughs> Everybody screams that Canada doesn't have great vision out there, and that's this an is an insane it. thing to say. That's right. Those games are the best games out there from Canada. Not to toot our own horns here, but, you know, Absolutely. Creed came out of Montreal. So, uh, uh, so did Splinter Cell. I mean, there's tons of it, you know. More and more, and this entire movie and, and the whole franchise is really showing off what Canada has to offer, and hopefully everybody gets out there and supports it. But that's about the extent of my soapbox. Uh, what do you have on the go, Swordfish? Um, <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed to say it, but I just finished playing Bioshock 1. <laughs> so, Ouch! That's, that's tied up most of my uh, most of my gaming over the, uh, the last little while here, but... Um, most uh, w- what I wanted to touch on was actually two awesome titles that uh, I think they just announced today were coming to the uh, the arcade for us. First was Torchlight. I don't know if you guys got a chance to play that uh, when it was out on Steam, but apparently it's coming to uh, Xbox Live and um, probably going to be fifteen bucks like everything else these days. But for fifteen dollars, it's kind of like a, a Diablo two style game. Um, I'm there. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. I, you know what? I played through it on on Steam and I just couldn't put it down. I, uh, I played it on a flight home, actually, from Vancouver, and um, they had to, like, force me to put the laptop away to, to, to so they could land. So, no, seriously, <laughs> it's it, if you're into Diablo at all, and, and I wasn't a huge Diablo guy, but other thing I'm a little excited about, although I'm kind of uh, uh, worried about the way they've come out and, and done this, but uh, I guess the, today Death Spank announced that they're going to have... Well, I guess it wasn't Death Spank that announced it, but they're going to be releasing a second Death Spank like what a month after the first one came out wow so yeah it's supposed to be even longer too they say it's gonna be 50 percent longer whatever that means but um <laughs> i think it's such a, it's <laughs> <laughs> i'm worried that it sets a dangerous precedence right i mean like you know what is this was this like a, a 20 dollar game that they've cut in half and now it's a 30 dollar game or what's going on because it's gonna be 1200 points again but um i really enjoyed the first one so if this is one one point five times as much fun, then uh, 
I think uh, I think it's something to look forward to. <laughs> One and a half, that a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Randy. Now, of course, uh, Adam, you obviously have your hand on the uh, pulse of the Xbox community. <laughs> so, uh, and being that we missed you in the last podcast, maybe you can fill us in on what you've been up to. Uh, well, lately, the review f- I did for uh, Lara Croft and the Guardian Light is on the front page. Uh, very cool. Um, I didn't know what to make of it at first because I'm a big Tomb Raider fan, and I was never that big a fan of the, the twin-stick Diablo kind of shooters and those style, but they blended them together, and it's it worked perfectly. There's, there's puzzles in the game, like a Tomb Raider game, uh, it's very shooter heavy, so if you like those kind of twin stick shooters, those are great. But the coolest thing is that if you're playing single player, the puzzles are different than if you're playing co-op. It changes. It, it's really cool, and the co-op's really well done. I played it with Randy, and it, it, it worked. The game is the exact same game regardless of single or co-op, but the puzzles will slightly change. So if you have two players, the puzzles will require two people to do it, Nice, that's actually a good twist. It's very cool. The only downfall is that you can't play online co-op until the end of September. Damn. So you gotta <laughs> yeah, do the old-fashioned way and get a friend over. So, but other than that, I mean, I and mean, that's I had to the excuse it. for him flying to Toronto. There, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, I had to knock at a point for that, but it no way diminishes the game. Like, I'm gonna play it again once the patch comes out. So, what else is going on in Vancouver? Um, so, to go along with Randy's embarrassment, I actually just started Fallout 3, so I'm, uh, I'm going through that right now. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> Enjoying that, and just waiting for everything else to come out. I'm, I'm cursing Activision for uh, making their Prestige Edition for Black Ops, because I wasn't going to buy it, and now I have to, because I want my RC spy car. Nice. So, I knew, you were, I knew yeah. you were all over that as soon as I saw it. <laughs> I didn't think they'd be able to one-up night vision goggles, but man, there they go. Uh, Cam, maybe you can bring us up to speed. What's going on with the site and any other news? Well, basically, I'll follow suit with what the other guys are talking about. This Christmas is going to be expensive, just for all the different all the different games and uh, you know coming out. With my family's going to be more involved in the gaming this year with Connect, especially. I got I got a question for you guys. Have anybody tried Shank? I haven't. I didn't get the chance. That game looks awesome. It's a lot of blood and guts, kind of, you know, metal slug style, but I'm looking forward to popping that one in, and I'm playing through a little bit of uh, Limbo right now that uh, I'm stuck at the one spot. Uh, As far as the website's concerned, uh, we're going to keep rolling out these podcasts. I mean, mean, we're, we're doing pretty good here, I think. When we're getting quality people like Brian and Randy on here, I mean, yeah. Hey, you know, I think we're on episode six, eh? Yeah, that's right. Is it five or six? Are we six. on six? I think oh, we're on six. six. I'll get headed that out. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, as far as the site, I mean, uh, I'm doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes that nobody else is seeing at this point. So we've got a good team this year, which is really good. We've got Symmetric's uh, girlfriend, Gail. She's taking care of the database, and we've got a new intro on the podcast, and all this other stuff. So there's some some stuff's looking pretty good. Yeah, things are definitely rolling out nicely. I think it it helps when we have a lot of great personalities, and and when we have Adam. <laughs> there's there's that lover. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Adam, we were uh, we were in Toronto 
went to a couple of uh, <coughs> toy stores, and uh, we actually looked for uh, some Halo stuff to buy for you, but uh, I think you wouldn't have done any good. I'd already have two of them. I think you cleaned it out the week before. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well done. What was the name of that store, Ken? We went through the snail. Silver snail. Snail. That's a dangerous place. I I don't even collect that stuff. And I saw this nice little statue of Iron Man, and I'm like, wow. I I get Randy to take me there every time I go, so I'm well aware of that place. I'm glad I don't live anywhere near there. When you walk in there, you're like, wow. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I've been going there now for about six years. I I absolutely love it. Make it at least every couple of months I get in there. And we actually have Fan Expo coming up this weekend. That's right. And uh, Silver Snail has a great sale on on the Saturday night. So that's uh, that's when my budget goes out the window. Well, my wife actually said, hey, if there's anything you want to buy, you go ahead. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, it, it, you know, Ken knows me a little bit. And you guys know me a little bit. I, I know nothing about this stuff. This Fan Expo is a whole different ball game. I'm used to going to E3 and there's just games. This is collectible stuff, superhero stuff, some Star Wars stuff, and it's going to be a new experience. So when my wife says, hey, go ahead and spend some money, I tend to, at this point, scratch my head. Next year, it'll be more googly-eyed probably, but still. Well, this is your one shot to make her regret what she said, so. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, there was a whole whole, uh, wedding ceremony to regret, uh, so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, gentlemen, uh, always a pleasure. Hopefully we can get Brian and uh, Randy back on board. And uh, it was definitely a pleasure having them host us in Toronto. Uh, with that being said, of course, my name is Ken Lafrenier, Alex1138. And we have Adam. Adam, variation. You know me, you love me. <laughs> Steven. Hamshaft. <laughs> hey, oh, by the way, put a little snippet in there. September 1st, I'm off to Los Angeles to play some multiplayer backup. So I'll be reporting back to that. Awesome. I thought you were sending me for that. <laughs> you said you were sending me. You right. guys fight it out, and I'll get on the plane. Brian? Uh, yeah, Hello Driver here on, uh, on Xbox Attic and Smug Jack Bauer on Xbox Live. Awesome. And finally, Randy. I am here, Randy Swordfish on Xbox Live. I think my connection's dying, so I have no idea if you guys can hear me. We can, so with that... With that, we shall uh, talk to everybody very soon and definitely uh, keep on gaming and we'll see you on the forums. Thanks goes out to Brent Roberts, the uh, heart and soul behind the music you hear on the Xbox Attic podcast. You can find him under Gamertake Symmetric.